with over 400 celebrity interviews and tons of pop culture nerdiness, Too Opinionated is a safe haven for your inner geek. Find us at MeisterCon.com or on YouTube under MeisterCon Pod. And please subscribe. It would really help us out. Thanks, everybody. Hi, I'm Sherilyn Fenn from Twin Peaks. What did you do on your last Saturday night? It's a new scripted podcast series that starts right at the beginning of lockdown when a single mother and out-of-work writer named Gigi realizes that everything is about to change. Did you hear something? Toilet paper. People are hoarding it. I should have done that. The Last Saturday Night, an Electricast podcast. You'll love it. Episodes available June 28th, wherever you listen to podcasts. Electric Acid. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Two Opinionated, where today I'm joined by actress Hannah Aline, who is returning she was on once before on our Doom Patrol panel, and we loved her so much, we had to bring her back. So welcome back, <laughs> Anna. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. <laughs> now I've been looking forward to this. This is, uh, this is uh, exciting for me. You know, I, I, I love your, your uh, work, and you, you do a lot of uh, quirky characters, and I just I love that. Well, thank really, you. <laughs> yeah, really cool. So, so let, me, let me start here, cause, um, and, and I'm sure we'll – We'll double up because I'm I'm old and I'm forgetful, so I end up asking you stuff I've already asked you. But um, right. talk a little bit about how you got into acting. What made you want to be in the entertainment business? Yeah, so I grew up in Arkansas in a town of 800 people. Um, so <laughs> I didn't really have the exposure to acting necessarily, but right. my dad and I all watched television and movies every night that's what we did I didn't have yeah. anything else to do whether I was with friends or I was you know, cheerleading or playing basketball or whatever extracurricular sports I was doing that's what my dad and I were doing every yep. single night um so that was a bonding experience for us so I knew that I loved television and films and I love I saw a production of a traveling production of Annie Oh, and nice. I was like, wow, that's really neat. Maybe, maybe I could do that. Maybe I, so I, I found a local theater company in the, the bigger city, <laughs> like 30 minutes away from ours. And I auditioned and I got a part in the ensemble. I think I had like one line and I was like, this awesome. is great. This is so cool. Um, so from there, our little theater company at my, um, well, not company, but theater at my high school had just started out and I was like you know why don't I audition for Still Magnolias and so I did and I got the role of Trivi (laughs) for some reason (laughs) so my first play was Trivi in Still Magnolias (laughs) that's kind of awesome but yeah and then from there I just um, I was addicted and I haven't stop doing it since too much to my detriment honestly <laughs> <laughs> did you um did you do um uh, other stuff in school were you in like show choir or band or anything like that no i was so bad at band like yeah me too 
oh my god i was so but i wanted to be so good at it i really did right. i really tried to be good at band and play the instruments do the thing be cool i just wasn't <laughs> i just wasn't were you um, an athlete oh i was really bad at that too <laughs> like i i played um i was the cheerleader i wasn't the best um but i was a cheerleader and yeah. for like eight nine years I did competitive cheerleading still wasn't wow. the best yeah was never the best at that and then I did basketball I played basketball for god years of my life and I was still like just not good at it and then I found acting and I was like oh this is something that I can, I can excel in or that I can do this and I don't have to be perfect but you know I can I can learn this I can do this well, I know if you're in a small town, so that's we that's all we have around us is small towns. Right. If you're in school, you tend to be in everything because there's not that many kids. So right. you, kinda, you know, you end up being in a lot of you wear a lot of different hats. And mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times, yeah, it's not really what you would normally do. Yeah, I think I just played basketball and did the cheerleading thing because Otherwise, how would I hang out with my friends? We lived yeah, so right. far, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you lived 30 minutes away from your nearest friend. Yeah. So that's the only way. That's the only way to right. force your parents to let you hang out. Could you could you tumble? Did you learn some gymnastics? Yeah. Particularly? Were you at the, the top of the pyramid or the bottom? Oh, for sure the bottom. <laughs> but, like, never one of the people that actually held the girl, like, the front of the girl, just, yeah. like, to counterbalance the whole pyramid <laughs> it's embarrassing honestly i found a video of uh, me doing track the other day and that was mortifying ran i ran track see i did all the things what did you run <laughs> i ran the mile <laughs> but i thought that like in my head if i tilted my chin back and ran like this that it would aerodynamically it would make me faster oh, oh yeah that works yeah it, cuts it works but it doesn't it doesn't work i was still very slow <laughs> this is like oh, oh yes. good times but acting though that no. was something i grasped yeah so what, what was your what was your first acting role once you got you know your first professional Oh, commercial or TV? Oh, whatever you did. Commercial. First huh? commercial I ever did was a Popeye's commercial. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Were you really enjoying the chicken sandwich? Oh, yeah. Well, my my audition or my commercial was about the, it was like a chick, the chicken fingers that look like a hand. Yeah. And they're called ripping chicken. Yeah, ripping chicken. Sounds right, yeah. So my whole audition was like, rip it and dip it. And then she's like, what do you do with my Popeye's chicken? I'm like, rip it and dip it again. And they were like, this girl, she can sell our chicken. She's going places. <laughs> <laughs> and then my first TV role was on 24 Legacy. Oh, you're right. That reboot of 24, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What'd you play on that? I played like the Central uh, Intelligence Unit Tech. Very so, nice. you know, just giving the information, being I nerdy. I yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's not a bad uh, first gig, though. That's 
No, it was a great first gig. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I got pretty lucky on that one. Just yeah. I yeah, I'd I... been an office PA for a long time and they had a last minute role that they really needed to fill and I was like, "Hey, I yeah. I I can do it. I can I can do this." And they gave me a shot. That's awesome. I know. I was I felt really grateful that day. So, do your worked friends out. make fun of you for the Popeye commercial? Do they like throw you <laughs> line back at you? No, I don't even know if any of my friends now that I, because I live in Atlanta now, then I lived in New Orleans, but I don't think any of them have ever seen that commercial. Go and find it. Uh, it I, found, I found a copy of it. It's very blurry. I can't get like a clear of it. I'm going to find it. I'll get it for you. <laughs> What I do, or don't, <laughs> or don't. <laughs> oh shoot! So I read that. I mean, do you do some stand up? Are you are you doing some comedy? That I mean, that's that to me is is a little terrifying. It's it's something I would love to be able to do, you know. You, mm -hmm. But that that has to be a little scary, writing your own material and then going up and hoping that somebody finds it funny. Oh my God. The first few times I did stand up, I could feel my heart beating in my brain. Like yeah. That's how visceral it all was. I was just terrified that I was going to, I think my biggest thing is feeling stupid in front of people. And yes, you know, it's like a complex from being from that. Arkansas. You're like, you're, well. ter you're terrified of yes. feeling stupid. So writing your own material and then getting on stage and then saying what how you feel or what you think is personally funny to an audience is really scary but the first time <laughs> I did it 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 worked um I think it's just my dry take on things and I found a different rhythm with stand-up comedy recently but I um I enjoy it I used yeah. to be terrified but now it's just more like I I have nothing to lose I've broken myself yeah. down enough <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're great at it. Have you done, you know, we're, um, we're friends with some, some comics and they've been doing the, like the zoom comedy shows. Have you done any of those yet? I haven't. No. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get you hooked up on that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do it. I hear I, they're odd. They're, they're very odd. And some of them go really well, but I, I've been, I've been to a, to a few that uh, we're, we're friends with the guy. He played one of the Geico cavemen, John Lear, mm -hmm. and he writes some of his own stuff, but he, he hosts some of these zoom comedy specials. So he invited us to, to come watch. So we watched and they brought this, this woman comedian on and she was really funny, but she had a bad internet connection. No, so no. she would start her jokes and every time she'd get to a punchline, she would freeze, and, which was hilarious. But I, we never heard any of her punchlines. Well, so that's it, it's funny because you didn't know that that was her punchline. It, that's right. That may have been right. completely plain. That's what I told that was, uh, John. I was like, I hope she is telling people that was the joke. That was, that was her whole bit. That was the whole bit. She was like, I don't even want to write punchlines. Quarantine has broken me down. I'm just going <laughs> to make my internet freeze. Yeah, that's it. And that was everybody yeah. thought it was hilarious though. So. Well, it worked out. That was pretty good. Plus, they felt sorry for because you know in in those you have the like the running, 
audience commentary runs down the side and stuff. And that was, mm-hmm. everybody was feeling very, very bad for her. So I was like, well, she can't <laughs> lose. So it's like, they thought it was funny. And they also felt bad for her. Yeah. Win-win. Win-win. <laughs> so what Maybe made you decide, what made you decide to, to do comedy? You know, what was, what was that like that first time you're like, oh, okay, I, some of this stuff's funny. I'm going to do it. Man, I'm trying to remember. Oh, there was a, a stand-up comedy class that my friend was teaching. And I was like, oh, is this worth it? A stand-up comedy class? Because, you know, everybody's funny is their own funny. Right. And so I didn't, I didn't want to get into a class and then be taught some sort of system or yeah. breakdown of how you write a joke. And then that gets stuck in my brain and I can't break Messages. out of it. But actually, it was really good for me because he wasn't um he didn't give us a set way to write a joke he was just like I just want you to write and then we're going to talk about what you wrote and figure out how to make it a joke um I like that so yeah it worked out for me pretty well sorry I have these like gnats flying around I swear my house isn't that gross you know Um, that's okay because I've got them here too it's it's just it's just part of this damn year that we're stuck with right right and so I took that class and it was it was really great and then I went to in Atlanta there's a place called the punchline and I did my first set or my second set there and turns out that night was like a competition night and I went on I was top three to go to the next round and then I went to the next round it was just like three of us that were battling against each other and I was like I'm going to write all new material in two weeks. I'm going to come, I'm going to be super new, super fresh. Everyone's going to love me. I show up and I forget all of my punchlines. Oh and no. So I'll just say the setup and then I'm just like, yeah, so I'm, um, yeah, <laughs> cool. And then everyone, you could hear the crowd being like, ah, oh. oh no. <laughs> oh no, this girl. <laughs> I left that night. I think I was the second one to go. I left and I just grabbed my purse and I went to my car and I cried and I was like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. This was terrible. Why would I ever put myself in this position? But as self-deprecating as I am, I did it again yep. and again and again and again. So, yeah. yeah, That's awesome. That's how I would <laughs> Yeah, I would yeah. be that way too. I'd just use it. The next time I went up, that's what I'd be talking about was how terrible yeah yeah people love hear how terrible terrible you are at stand-up comedy (laughs) right i think people love to hear misery in any form if it's if it's funny and not happening to them right yeah well all misery is a little bit relatable yeah that's right it is it is everybody's been through Mm -hmm. something that they can relate Mm -hmm. now i'm very uh very impressed with that. Now we have to get you a special on Netflix or Comedy Channel or something. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not at that place yet. No, it's, it's one happened. day. It's close. Yeah, right maybe. there. <laughs> 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 We're going to, this podcast is going to air. The phone's going to start ringing. We're like, we got to have that girl that forgot all our lines. We got to have her. It's gonna give them my phone number. Yeah. I'm here. I'll write an hour special. I only have about 20 minutes of material right now, but I right. I, now I hear that's pretty good because you always hear comedians saying you got to have a 
whatever it is, a firm 10 minutes or a good 10 minutes. So if you've got 20, yeah, that's pretty good. 20 that I could remember? I don't know. Not, <laughs> not off of my, top of my head. It's written down somewhere. Well, you got to, yeah, I don't know what you do there. Practice. Practice. Yeah. yeah. Are you, are, so when you act, do you have to memorize all your lines or are you better like ad-libbing? Oh, um, if I'm going to show up on set, I definitely know my lines. Yeah. Um, I do like to ad lib if I feel like the set or the director is cool with that, then yeah. I'll do it. But if, if not, I just kind of keep to myself. Like, you know, if I'm on a stylized TV show like Doom Patrol, I don't, I don't really throw out any sort of ad libs. Yeah. Yeah. You stick to the script. Yeah, I, I think I would be terrible at the ad lib part. I could memorize. I could memorize them. Not that it, that doesn't mean I would act good, but I would remember mm -hmm. the lines. Take take you an improv class. Oh my gosh, no way. I leave that <laughs> to Brett. No way. That would that it sounds terrifying. No, thank you. <laughs> it is. It is. I'll leave that to the professionals. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of improv, and I think that improv is more terrifying than stand up, even though you're in a group situation i had um allison dunbar on um who who is is working on last saturday night with us and that's you know she's an, an improv person and i was telling her the same thing I, you know that terrifies me so mm -hmm. she made me go through an improv exercise with her right and she was hilarious i was terrible that's <laughs> my my wife came and she's like I listened to some of that through the door. I was like, yeah, what do you think? She's like, not too good. Oh, no. <laughs> Your wife good. is so supportive. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, that must, I was like, well, it must have been bad then because normally she would you know, say something. She'd be like, know. yeah, you're great. Yeah. yeah must have been bad. But, you know, she got me. We were, she said, where, you know, where are we? I said, well, okay, we'll be in the library. You know, my, my son's a, mm -hmm. a librarian, so we'll be in the library. So we're just having a conversation in the library. We're supposed to both be working in the library. And, and in the middle of the conversation, I'm talking, saying whatever nonsense. And she, under her breath, goes, I love you. And it just <laughs> killed me. I, I was just done. I was, I was like, you win. I was done. <laughs> it completely derailed me. But oh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm impressed with all of you that can do that. Uh, oh, thanks. You know, and just kind of um play off each other you know when you have somebody mm -hmm. like if if you had somebody say that to you i'm sure that you would have a comeback that would be hilarious i did not it was just i was done i was done so i'm very impressed you know it could just be as simple as simple as you too and then like yeah. so the smoothie we had this morning <laughs> <laughs> see that's it I, I should just come back with something really you know or I could have just, I, I thought, you know, that's my problem, though. Later, I'm like, oh, I could have said this. Mm. I should have I just reacted like, um, I overreacted to it, just freaked out. And then that's, a good, that's a good reaction. Yeah. yeah, I think that could have been good. But, you know, it's easy to say that after the fact. I tend to underreact to things. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I wanted to ask you about. Let me get to. 
that you've done, um, I usually don't have to look, but I had to cheat because the name is out there a little bit. So you've done some writing, which is really cool. And I, I wanted to ask you about the the one I saw was Rum Spriga, Springa. Springa. <laughs> yeah. Which Rum one? Springa. Rum Springa. Tell me about yeah. that. Well, it could be Rum Springa. It, ways to pronounce that. Um, so do you know about Rum Springa? No. In general? I was hoping so, you could explain it to me. Yeah, of course. So Rum Springa is a rite of passage as an Amish teen. So oh, you... Okay are given a year sometimes you they come back to church but you're given a year to explore this is the, they kind of they push you out to the world right you're supposed to be yeah it's your to choice yeah okay uh -huh, it's your choice and you're yeah you're allowed to go and explore um the secular world and see if that's what you want if that's the world you choose but most um almond teens go back to their church and to their families okay um so the <laughs> I wrote a dark comedy on Rum Springa. It's definitely a farce on what Amish culture actually is and represents right. because I obviously think Amish culture is great. Like there's sure. I have no ill will against Amish culture. <laughs> so um <laughs> but dark comedy is about two teens. Yeah, two teens on Rum Springa who are dealing with their sexuality and yeah. puberty and how they how they internalize that or how they yeah. don't yeah that sounds like it could be really good yeah i've never seen anything like it so um we did just started submitting it to some well? festivals i did yeah oh i, I want to see it yeah that's that was my next question have you have you submitted it to some film festivals we have yeah we got into atlanta women's film festival and yeah. no budge which is one of my favorite film festivals it's an online um indie film festival yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah that's, but that's, that's really just cool. recent so we'll see what comes of it yeah i'm excited yeah. about it. i want to see it you uh, have to keep me posted i'll on send it. it to you yeah send okay. it to me I, i'd love to see that yeah i yeah. um i i love the film festivals we um we got a chance to go with um with jennifer to sundance um, oh, this nice. past January, like right before they shut everything down, we spent a week at, mm -hmm. and that that was a really neat experience. You know, it was it was right. Really, and How many cool. films that's, did you get to see? That's the big one. We we only saw a couple. We went to a lot. They're of expensive. Right? They are, and it's hard to get tickets. Yeah, but we saw a mm -hmm. couple. But we went to a ton of parties. You know, there's there's always there's pre parties, there's after parties. We were at a lot. We met a lot of people. All the parties. All the parties which was all the alcohol, all the alcohol, mm -hmm. all the food. So that was kind of, kind of, kind of neat, but that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big film festival. There's a lot of really good smaller ones and that's, yeah. it's, it's neat. And if you, if you watch some of that stuff or you're involved with some of that, you can find some really good, there's so, so much good material out there that isn't, you know, being used with that stuff you know it's so hard to bring something you know from kind of to fruition where you get a large audience to watch it with that and I've, right. I, I don't know i don't know what the answer is to that but you think with there's so many uh streaming services and all this media out there and it's right. still so hard to get anything made so yeah I'll cross my fingers for you because it sounds awesome i i would go watch that 
Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Amazon did something this year where they they took did some of the South by Southwest films. Yes, they did. And displayed the or they they showed those, which I thought was really neat. And I think that I would love for that. And you I think need to do that. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to send me that. I I want to watch that. That's. Uh, I'll send it to you. Know, I think I told you um, my son's in film school, and so he mm-hmm. he did his first short film and it was just a, it was just a, uh you know there was no sound there's music but no sound but it was around a is a, a group of friends and they're putting together a shelf and and while they're putting this together one of the friends becomes attached to the shelf and he can't get untouched uh or detached so he has to learn to live life as a shelf he just has to be this shelf and it sounds ridiculous but it, hilarious he it was so funny and it, it it i don't want to spoil it but spoilers it ends you've got the one friend comes home and he just he tosses his keys into a bowl and it's on a shelf that's just his friend his friends attached mm. to this, his friends the shelf and i, I just thought <laughs> Hilarious. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it was, I don't know. It doesn't sound ridiculous to me at all. I've seen some weird stuff. <laughs> and that doesn't sound, that sounds quite normal. <laughs> uh, yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah I'm, awesome. I'm very impressed with uh, all of uh, uh, the uh, artistic people. You know, it sounds like you're very art- artistic that you can write and you can act. And Do you, do you paint? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can't either, but oh, but yeah, you've I got wish. a couple of them because usually, you know, when we talk with uh, people that are artistic, it's not just one thing they're good at. You know, it's they're it's usually a couple of them. You know, maybe they play music and they paint, or or they write right. and they they act, and and you do comedy too. So I, I don't know. That's very uh, very impressive. Thank good you. job. <laughs> way to go <laughs> so, uh, t- i don't think we really got to talk uh about it on the the panel but you know how did the uh, the role on doom patrol come about you know how was that just a s- straight up audition or how did that you know come to your attention it, it came through my inbox it was an audition a self-tape audition um really and- okay yeah, I've been in three different takes for that role. All pretty different wild characters, just because yeah. I couldn't really, I didn't have a lot of information on Pretty Polly. I couldn't find a lot of information online, even though I looked for a very long time. Yeah, I know. And, uh, I, I did the same thing. And I'm a comic book guy. And they yeah. just like, out there on her. So I did that. And then I booked self-tape. I didn't even have a callback, which is pretty neat. That's awesome. I get it though, because yeah. yeah, you're 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 really good. You know, it's they Thank should you. they should broaden that character's role. They could do I maybe Let even a spin off. Maybe a pretty poly spin off. I don't know if anybody would want to see that sassy girl doing a whole <laughs> spin off. I don't know. But yeah, I would love would love to see the um and I think a lot of fans want to see the underground. Yeah. characters expand a little i think it would be really neat to see them out of the underground in oh, the real world awesome. experience yeah I'd, I'd love to it see would, that. it would just be a shit show it would it yeah <laughs> you could definitely do several episodes on that 
and it'd be mm-hmm. great. it'd be hilarious. Know. Have you heard anything on season three yet? Or cross? Well, it got renewed. Oh, it did. Okay, good. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, okay. and I think they're going to start filming in January. This yeah. is the last I heard, but yeah, I that's might be awesome wrong. news. Yeah, I, no, I hadn't heard that. That's, yeah. that's great news because we know, you know, we talked about it was supposed to be a ten episode season two, and it was only nine. And that last episode, yeah, you know, had some some scenes that uh, that you were in. So I'm hopeful that they'll carry that over, and we don't waste that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, let's yeah, let's not waste season it. three. Let's not waste it. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. I think they'll definitely have to. They, they may rewrite it. They've had a lot of time, but um, yeah, yeah. I think they'll definitely have to pick up on that last episode. I would think that's. Mm-hmm. We don't want to waste anything. Money's tight. We gotta let's use it. It's already filmed. Let's use it. Yeah, I think they did film some of it. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. They They should use that. So you were on uh, a another show called um, P Valley, Mm -hmm. and that's it's it's in my it's in my queue to to check out, but I haven't I haven't watched it yet. But what was your role on that show? That's a star show. Is it on stars? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really great show. With That's what really I hear. That's cast. why I've got it. I got it on my list, so I want to watch it. Yeah, that. and Katori Hall, who's the showrunner, is an incredible human being and a really great writer. Um, because this was a play before it was a show. Oh, Not, it was okay. Uh-huh. And in the show, I play an addict in just a couple episodes, and it was a lot of fun. We yeah. were stuck in a jail cell for like. See my Arkansas coming out jail sale. Um, <laughs> I can't. Some words I can't cannot say without an accent. Um, jail, oh, jail cell for a couple. Of, yeah. yeah, that was better. That was better. Um, for a few days, and it was a lot of fun just to play. I love playing character roles. Yeah, um, I book a lot of character roles, and it was well, just a lot of fun. Those. You bring a Thank lot of quirkiness to it. I. I really good that's really good can you slip into your arkansas accent oh for sure yeah (laughs) all the time i mean in p valley when you watch it i have a very thick southern accent all right cool yeah Yeah. my accent never goes away so that's all right it's just there be you yeah Yeah. well although and i'm sure it's the same in arkansas if you're around other people that speak that way you don't really notice the accent but as soon as you're around right. you know, people that do not speak that way, you can you can tell you've got an accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've uh, I've noticed that a lot. Did you were you on the Purge? Yeah, the TV show or the movie? TV show. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what. What did you? What did did you? Were you? Uh, were you purged? <laughs> what happened to you? Oh, um, man, they to purge me. That was kind of how they were setting it up. Um, I think I was supposed to go back for the very last episode, but that didn't end up happening. So I was a journalist. Yeah. Kind of like an NPR type journalist who um, was exposing some truths to the system of the purge and people didn't like that. They didn't like that I was speaking out against it. Yeah. Which is very timely. Um, Right. They didn't like that I was speaking out against it. So they were like, in the end of that scene, they said, you know, if you don't, if you're not careful, maybe we'll hurt you. That kind of thing. Ah, see, Spooky. so you're still out there. You're still out yeah, there. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think the purge, it didn't get 
renewed. I don't think it did. I don't think it did. I don't think so. You never know. But you never know. You never know. It may come back. Technically, (laughs) you're still out there. You know, when you know how that stuff goes when they bring shows back, they're like, well, who's still around? I'm here. You might get the call. We talked a little bit on uh, the Doom Patrol panel about um, the the role you had in the uh, miseducation of Bindu. I think I got that Mm -hmm. right. Um, And I wanted to see if you had an update on when that may be available for me to watch because all the trailers and stuff, you were awesome in that. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, you're so good in that one. Oh, thanks. Um, (laughs) So they're still doing festivals. At yeah, the that's moment. what I thought. So, yeah. I don't know how they're going to release it, we gotta it get or what they're going to do with it afterward. Yeah, I'll have to ask Pratna, the director, and see yeah. what she's going to do with it after. I, I'm, I haven't spoken to her in a minute, so I'll see yeah. what she says. You got to find out, and then you got to come back. You gotta, I'll find out. Yeah. That, that one looks uh, 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 really good. It looks, it looks like a fun, a fun movie. It was a great movie, and yeah. I, I love Pratna, who was the director on it, and she was such a dream of a director to work with yeah. because she just get kind of gives you creative freedom, well, which a lot awesome. of you know that's hard. That's hard yes. to get sometimes. So yeah, she let me do what I wanted, and that was fun. <laughs> how would you? How would you? I bet it was. How How would you describe your character uh, in that movie? Oh, um, she's she's the gossip in the high school. Yeah, and she wants to get every piece of information or gossip that she can from every student. Yeah, and she, she will pay for it physically. She, she will give you money for gossip. Well, there you go. Uh, so uh, Benju has some gossip for me, and, <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm a bit of a bully. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It happens. It happens. You know what happens? That was wasn't a me. fun role to play, though. Oh, it was so fun. I was so weird. And I just really like to be my authentic weird self. Yeah. On, well, on yeah. And, and obviously, you're not a bully. So that would be kind of fun. <laughs> I fun. mean, who are, you, who are you saying I'm not a bully? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're we're producing this audio drama called the last Saturday night and uh, everybody should check it once finish the interview first, but then go check it out. It's going to be great. has a, a wonderful cast and you know, I, it's, it's written by Jennifer Nash. Who's really talented. Uh, right. She was a great actress, but a really talented writer. Um, so, you know, she has been gracious enough to allow me to have some input on some of the casting and so the first name I gave her was Hannah. Got to get <laughs> Hannah. I think she would be awesome. And so she said, it was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll check out some of her stuff. And then it wasn't an hour later. She sends back. She's like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Like, there you go. So I was so well, happy to, to, to have you uh, have a part. So, you know, what um, is it? Is this the first? Well, I guess it's not the first audio work you've done, is it? Maybe it is. I think it is. All right. I don't, do, I don't do a lot of... Um, See? That's a resume builder. Podcaster. Yes. Yes. That's Get a, it that's in. That's a resume builder. Um, 
what uh, what character are you playing? Mm -hmm. I'm playing Izzy. Izzy, yeah. And is, so describe Izzy a little bit. Um, she, a daughter who is just recently found a boyfriend Ooh. that she's very excited about. She's kind nice of job, starting Izzy. her life life anew. Yeah. 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 I heard uh, I heard a little um, clip of your um, session or your recording session. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. I'm I'm excited <laughs> to hear the the finished product. Uh, Me too. Product. Yeah. I, I, I may have told you I got to act with Ed Asner. It was uh, not awesome. He was awesome. That is amazing. You know what was funny about it is I've got there's a there's it it's it's based on a, a story that I had told Jennifer that happened to me in a hospital. And so so I was thrilled death to, to to get to do it, but nervous because I mean, I'm not I'm not an actor. And there's a part of it where I have to get emotional and that was very difficult, you know, but it, you know, I, I had a lot of help and I got there. I got, I, I got it. I got through it. I don't know if nice. it's good, but I got through it. So Jennifer sends me a note uh, a couple days later and she says, ah, there's a, there's a problem with Ed's uh, sound quality. There's a buzzing or something in the background. I was like, Oh no. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like, Oh no. Uh, uh, you know, we're going to have to, to do his part again i was like oh that's terrible you know ed's you know you don't want to bug ed make him come back in that's terrible well then she sent back a little later and she's like well good news she said it wasn't ed's part that was had the buzz it was yours oh no. i was like well that is good news except now i have to redo my part and i was like i don't know if i can get there again that's you know, <laughs> there's only so many times i can go to that well I mean, you're an you actor now Oh, You've got this. I don't know if I can. I'm gonna try though. But you, you know, to, part of the reason I got there again, I, I got to do mine again. And but part of the reason that I think I was able to get to a, kind of an emotional spot is because I was playing off of this great acting job that Ed Asner was doing. You know, he he was so mm -hmm. believable as this frail, older gentleman who was a little bit emotional that I got emotional. Mm -hmm. I could see it. So. Hopefully, whoever they got me reading with now is going to have to, they're going to have to bring it in order to get You've it out. You've got it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Do we'll that, see. Do that sensory work. We'll see. I was like, well, how bad was it? Could, it, could we just say that, you know, something's going on in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a hospital. Maybe something's happening. <laughs> right? The, ho the hospital um, fluorescent lights. Yeah. So, yeah. It could be. That's oh. I'm going to mention that to her. Could, I didn't come up with could that. Could be anything. See? Yeah. Improv. Don't tell her I said it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was tough because, you know, we're, we're friends, and we've, we've been friends for a few years. So all I get to see is uh, fun Jennifer. You know, I, I hadn't seen work Jennifer yet. So, mm. you know, she, she came in in work mode, and I'm being my normal goofball self. And she's like, no, stop that. Time to time to work. I was like, oh, oh man. I was like, okay. okay, okay. It was tough. I was like, I was uh, I was very, I was very intimidated with work, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, she's Jennifer's pretty awesome. You know, you got to work with her. She's, she's yeah, pretty good. she's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really great. Big fan of Jennifer. Same. You need to. I'll tell you what. You need to. If you want to see 
there's a ton of stuff Jennifer's been in acting wise, uh, but the one you need to go look up because it's on Netflix is um, she did an episode of Full House, where oh cool yeah she goes she goes um, she goes on a well she's a friend she's a friend of the oldest daughter, and she has a, a crush on the dad. So, and it's uh, it's it's a hilarious episode. She's she's really good. On it. All right. I'm going to check it out. Oh, before you go, where can people find you? Yeah. Um, Instagram at Hannah Aline, my name. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty simple. That's it. Yeah. Are you not, you're not, uh, you're not TikToking? No, no TikToking. Yeah, Yeah, me neither. I I mean, I'm afraid. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to people watching TikTok or being on TikTok. I just, I don't need anything else that sucks my time. Well, I figured, you know, I don't know how long those things are. They're not very long, but maybe you could do a little stand-up and put it on there. I could, but I think you, I don't think you can sign up for TikTok anymore. No, I don't think so. Yeah. See, I went in. I went I in and signed boat. up. Yeah, I went in and signed up. Smart. Before, even though I had no plans to do anything with it, just so I had an account. Maybe I'll take your account. You can have it. It's yours. Okay. All right. <laughs> Done deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hannah, you have to come back. All right. Um, especially after uh, last Saturday night airs, I'd love for you to come back and all right, uh, let's do give it. Give us your thoughts on it, all that stuff. Who I knows? Will. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a Facebook Live and then we can have questions and stuff. Okay, I'm yeah. there. I've only done one of those, but I'm sure we can figure it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hannah. Thank you. All right, thank you. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. bye. <laughs> With over 400 celebrity interviews and tons of pop culture nerdiness, Too Opinionated is a safe haven for your inner geek. Find us at MeisterCon.com or on YouTube under MeisterCon Pod. And please subscribe. It would really help us out. Thanks, everybody. So that was Hannah Aline. Um, Love her. Um, She's uh, so talented. I, I think she is one that you're going to hear so much more from and uh you know she's uh terrific i'm so excited to to see what she does next i'm gonna have to look up some of the comedy stuff because i bet she's I, I bet she does have a dry sense of humor it's probably hilarious um you know she's she's just really really talented so i hope hope you enjoyed that and i hope you'll check her out on the last saturday night so when this is when this interview is done Go over and check out the last Saturday night and uh, give us a listen. Uh, listen, it's uh, it's a terrific cast. Along with Hannah, we've got uh, Ed Asner, Sherilyn Finn, um, Eric Roberts, you know uh, Charlene Tilton. You know it's written by Jennifer Nash. Chris Browning, uh, who who I just talked to earlier today, is on it. It's it's just it's a loaded cast. So check that out. It's uh, you know, based on true stories around how people are dealing with uh, the pandemic, and most of them are, are funny and heartwarming, uh, touching. So I, I think you'll enjoy that. So please check that out. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Hannah and I talked about being a little nervous. Look at me, I'm, I'm sweating. I'm all I'm all glossy here. I gotta. I need a makeup artist. Wonder wonder if we can fit that in the budget. Speaking of budget. If you would like to help us out, if you'd like to donate, we really appreciate that. You can go to patreon.com slash MeisterCon. We'll give you some early access to some of our content. You'll get some bonus content. 
uh, even a few dollars can go a long way. We're uh, in the process of building our podcasting studio. So we appreciate that. Check us out on Facebook under MeisterCon. You can go to our brand new website at MeisterCon.com. Brett has a terrific, funny, insightful blog on there. So you can uh, check that out. It's really good. Um, Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening. Thank you to Hannah for uh, coming back. uh, That's very brave, coming on here twice. Very brave. Um, We'll talk to everybody real soon. Bye, everybody. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric Acid.